Fever Pitch is Taina Asili's new climate justice-themed production, premiering as a work in progress at the Linda's WAMC Performing Arts Studio this Saturday, January 27th. And I'm excited to be joined by Taina Asili now. Welcome back to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So you are a musician, podcaster, activist, many other things. You've created music videos and documentaries, but multimedia production sounds like a new kind of medium of work. So how did your previous experiences and ideas culminate into this particular concept? Mm. Well, I've been, as you know, working on social justice songwriting for a long time. So I have a full body of work that spans over 20 years that is related to a lot of different issues. And one of those issues is climate justice. Um, And I have various songs that touch on different themes related to climate justice. And I wanted to bring them together into a show that really focused on that. The charge was actually given to me by my son, who was uh, expressing to me some of the climate anxieties that he had and wanting to know what we could do. And I committed to doing everything that I can do as an artist to make a better future for him and for the generations to come. And I was like, it's time to put my focus here. So I have always wanted to do more multimedia work. I did experiment with that with Resiliencia. Um, Prior to the pandemic, um, I received a grant from the Art Center to do a show. At that time, it was called Resilience. And it was the precursor to my album and music video documentary series, Resiliencia. And it was, uh, I did a residency at the Art Center and it was, it incorporated interviews and projections and musical, live musical performance. And I was super excited to start to take that seed and plant it in different places across the nation. And then lo and behold, the pandemic hits. And so that unfortunately wasn't able to come to fruition in that way. But what did come to fruition was this music video documentary series. And so those music video documentaries not only were able to be seen by so many people in a whole new way and present the work in a whole new way, but it also started to build my muscle in a whole new medium of film. So uh, with this project, I kind of wanted to circle back to that original intention. And I got Mm -hmm. another grant from the Art Center of the Capital Region. And the other element besides projections that I wanted to incorporate was movement and dance. My mother was a dancer. I grew up with dance. I I took dance classes, you know, in my younger years of life and have always wanted to reincorporate that into in more intentional ways. If you come to my show, you see me dancing around the stage, but it's not like choreographed or anything. So I had the opportunity to collaborate this time with choreographer Gregory Theodore Marsh and bring in the dance element. So we have the music and the dance and the projections uh, using some of my original footage that I created from music videos and documentaries, but remixed and made in whole new ways by new media artist, Joseph Amodi. Yeah. Oh, that is so interesting. I didn't realize that piece of that history of of your works. So could you describe the experience that you expect um, attendees of Fever Pitch to have? So is it, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you gave us a little bit of a taste, but what what would it be like to be sitting in that audience? Mm. 
Well, I am looking at that myself and thinking through and still exploring because this is a work in progress production. So you will see the very first stages of what this fever pitch production will be, which I couldn't think of a better audience of people than my local community to help inform and cultivate and help me master this new piece of work. Many of the songs, if you're familiar with my work, many of the songs do come from works that I have in the past. Some of them are remixed with all new sounds. And then we have uh, a new song that we have incorporated into the show called Fever Pitch, the, the title of the show. And I have brought in two amazing dancers, uh, Hetty Barnhill and Eliana Rowe. Uh, they both come from the theater world. Um, Hetty is a longtime uh, dancer, vocalist, actor, actor on Broadway. Um, Eliana has been in numerous uh, local theatrical productions. And so it's a whole new, there's definitely more of a theatrical feel to this show. Um, the movement's going to be a lot more intentional. And of course, we're bringing in this projection element. So having visuals that are incorporated into the show really intentionally as well. So just sticking with the audience, what do you hope that they come away with? You did mention the uh, themes of climate justice and passing mm -hmm. on hope to younger people. Um, but there will be a array of people at this audience. So what do you hope they come away with? Yeah, well, in addition to the performance itself, I should mention that we're going to have a post community conversation. So um, the show is one hour, and then the last half hour is dedicated to a community conversation. I've invited some local community organizers, uh, Leah Penniman from Soul Fire Farm, Xanthe from Fridays for the Future, which is a, a youth climate justice group in our local community. They will be present um, along with others. I invite audience members to engage in discussion. So the, sh the purpose of the show, you know, I think that sometimes we have to remember art isn't a keynote speech, right? I'm not an expert in climate justice. I'm an expert in using creativity to help us to move emotionally through something. The idea of the show was born out of climate anxiety and thinking through how we can shift that anxiety into action, right? How we can shift it into imagination. So it's, it doesn't end with me. It actually, it's a, so the idea is that we go through an emotional experience together through the art. And then where we land, that's the place of conversation where we talk about what, what imagination might come up for us. And we're thinking about solutions, what actions we can partake in, in our local community right now. And so that's where the rest of the community comes in. And that can be those that I mentioned as a part of those offerings. But anyone who attends is welcome to be a part of those offerings and exploration as well. I love that a part of the conversation is actions. So what are some maybe simple and a little bit more challenging actions that uh, we can take as a community how do we prevent the the worst case scenario? You know, Sina, I don't have the exact answer to that question. And that's part of the charge of this show um, is that's what we're going to discover together. 
in this show. I've been working with an organization called Soul Fire Farm. It's a farm in Grafton that works to undo racism and seed sovereignty in the food system. Um, I've been board chair of that organization since the beginning. And for me, that's one way, you know, looking at regenerative farming, looking at food justice, reconnecting to land and nature and ourselves as a part of that, that interconnection, right, that of all life. And so for me, what that's looked like in my own community is in my own life has been through gardening, through the, the way the choices that I make in terms of um, how I eat um, as a vegan to what I purchase, what I don't purchase, the tr- type of transportation I use. But the reality is um, there's a lot more to be done. There's a lot more action happening in our local community around addressing environmental racism in the South End, for example. Um, I was a part of a demonstration back in the day against the bomb trains that were uh, coming through our local community. There are Fridays for the Future. There are young people who are protesting weekly at the Capitol to demand that our leaders really take some serious accountability to doing what they need to do from a government perspective to change the course of of where we're going. So there's a lot going on. And I am really looking forward to diving into that exploration. I know the sanctuary um, has a lot of programs and things happening, again, in that realm, and I want to hear about them. So I hope that folks from the sanctuary will come as well and share them with our local community so that we can become more unified in this force. Right? That's the idea. Absolutely. So Fever Pitch is Saturday, January 27th at the Linda Performing Arts Center in Albany. Doors are at 6.30. Show starts at 7 p.m. Taina, Celia, it's been fantastic to speak with you. We are out of time, but I'd love to just leave you with the last word. I'll just say that the idea with the show is to think about this from a local perspective, but I also want to invite folks to think about our community broadly as nationally and then also internationally, thinking about the ways that these current wars, whether it's the genocide against Palestinians, to how that is all interconnected, the theft of native land, you know, how how these histories, these present day realities, locally, nationally, globally, are affecting all of us. And so, you know, that's part of that invitation as well. 